And with us now is Grant Robertson, Finance Minister. Evening, Grant. Evening, Heather. How do you rate the chances of a credit rating downgrade right now? Oh, no, I still think we're in a good spot. Um, you know, obviously, right around the world, you've got governments grappling with a with a slowing global economy, and we're, we're certainly seeing signs of a of a slowdown here. But the fundamentals of our economy are really strong, and when the rating agencies come here, they take a reasonably long-term view. Um, you know, you've seen IMF here recently and others. They've had long-term concerns about aspects of the New Zealand economy, like the current account balance, but they also weigh that up against against things like levels of debt and the way that the government manages the accounts. So I'm, I'm pretty confident in where we are, but obviously we are facing a, a challenging environment. Yeah, the, the next 12 to 18 months is the crucial bit, eh? Yes, it is. I mean, well, it's always, you know, always the 12 to 18 months in front of you are crucial. But I guess part of the point I'm making is that the ratings agencies look look carefully at our performance over a period of time. Bear in mind, during COVID, we were one of the very few countries who had our credit rating lifted by the two the two main rating agencies. And so, you know, that's a sign that they know that we, we are able to manage the economy well, but undoubtedly we're in a challenging period. Okay, so so part of the problem is the deficit that you're running at the moment in your books. Can you get that down? Yeah, and that's what the four, what the budget tells us is that across the forecast period we get ourselves back into surplus. Now, that's going to be something that you know all government, all parts of government now have to focus on. Yeah, but when do sure you hit surplus? Well, we hit surplus in, under the forecast from the budget in the twenty twenty five twenty six year. But but, but, but ANZ ANZ is saying it's the next twelve to eighteen months they see to ne- they need to see this, this is the rating agencies they need to see a significant decrease in the, the deficit in the next yep. twelve and, to and, eighteen. And, yeah, and it's it's about the direction of travel here about how we get to that. And absolutely, you know, we've got we've got ourselves. And I mean, nobody around the the ratings agencies are going to all the other governments in the world who also had to borrow you know large amounts of money during COVID and understand the position we're in. What they're looking for when they come to see us is that we do have a plan and we do have a pathway back to surplus, and we absolutely have that in the budget. I mean, do you accept that at least at least part of this is, is, is your government's fault that we are in this position where they're looking at us like this because you've been running deficits? No, I don't. I, I think that, well, as I mentioned before, those ratings agencies looked at us during COVID and knew what we were borrowing, knew the money that we were borrowing, understood why we were doing it, understood that the fundamentals of the economy are sound, that we can handle the level of borrowing that we've got, understand that as you rebuild your economy, you've got to deal with everything that comes along. And that includes, for example, you know, having to deal with a cyclone. We saw ourselves going into service in the 24-25 year. Cyclone came along. It's now pushed out by a year to 25 20 but I think you'll find that the agencies are fairly understanding of that as long as there is a pathway to surplus, which there is. Yeah, I mean, the problem is that there are just increasing demands for your cash. For example, you're going to have to put more money into this EC announcement to make it work, right? Uh, we'll have a look at that. I mean, I haven't actually seen anything from, from the Minister's concerned as to whether or not that will take a significant amount more more money. Um, but obviously there's a demand-driven element to, to ECE. But to take your wider point, yes, there's always more calls on money. I mean, that is absolutely true. And one of the messages I've been sending clearly to my colleagues for you know before the budget and since the budget is that we have to be looking for more efficiencies within what we do. And that, the, you know, it is a very tight next few years as we do come off those high levels of COVID spending. So you're right, things pop up. We always ask our ministers to first look for what they can find in their baselines, what they can reprioritise, what they can save before any new money gets granted. So Grant, they haven't come to you yet, the ministers, but you accept you're going to have to put more money into the daycares? 
I'm not su- I'm not certain about that. You'd need to get um, Joe Luxton or, or old Gentanini on the show to to go through that. There hasn't been an approach to me around that. Obviously, I understand the you know the work they've done with the sector to identify mm. the concerns the sector had, but I'm not necessarily sure that will require a significant well, amount of new money. Ex- but you would need to get Jan or we'll yeah, go on to but talk how, about that. I mean, okay. Is it, when was the budget? It was about a month ago, wasn't it? So so a month Just ago. So. They made an you guys made an announcement that's not properly funded. It's not properly costed because no, all no, no. Of these... so you're, you're jumping to that conclusion here. Though you don't you don't get to just make stuff up like that. Hold We've on, got a hey. Situation here well, where we where we cons- where the ministers consulted with the sector as you would expect them to do on the implementation. Concerns were raised. Ministers have taken a look at it and said, well, we still want to make sure that parents get a fair deal here, but we understand what the sectors are telling us about their business model, and they found a way through it from a budgetary perspective. The money's been allocated, the money's available. If ministers do need to come back for more, that's a separate conversation. Grant, you are undoubtedly going to have to pay more money because the daycares cannot make it work. I mean, we know more about this apparently than you do right now. Daycares cannot make it work on the... Um, that is absolutely untrue because what what they're saying is if they had had to implement it the way it had been uh, proposed, then it was going to cause them that issue. Now that it's not, we can sit down and work out whether or not um, the allocation It's not what the ECE sector is telling us today. It's a demand-driven system at any time anyway. Grant, it's not what the ECE sector is telling us today. They said that the announcement hasn't fixed enough and they are still going to need more money because you have funded the teachers at a 1 to 10 ratio. It's impossible for them. They can't make it work. But are you telling me right now you're confident that you're not going to have to pump more money into this? As I say, that's we up to the nurses. You need to get them on and ask them. And how long do you expect it would take post-budget before they come to you and say, we've got a problem, we need more cash? Well, they will need to do that, and that happens from time to time. Mm, but if, in this case, I don't have any evidence of that. What I have evidence of is that there was a policy that was announced that's going to save money for a lot of parents. Some centres say that their business models couldn't work with the proposal. That's been tweaked. I still want transparency, Heather, in this. I want parents yeah. to understand what they're getting. Um, but that'll be a matter, as I say, that you need to get Jan or Joe on if you want when more do you, detail Because it's been more than a month. So when are you expecting the minister to come to you and be like, whoops, we need more cash? When is that going to happen? Look, throughout a budget year, sometimes there are issues that arise in the delivery of a program or the costs rise for it. That's just day-to-day bread and butter issues. It just happens throughout term as it has for future for previous finance ministers. But as I say, if you want the detail on that, you know who you need to get on the mm, show. No, too right. Okay, and here's your problem. So you've got more demands in your cash while the, the rating agencies are watching you. And meanwhile, you're losing cash because you just lost a billion dollars out of the carbon auction. Where are you going to get that from? Well, indeed, you know, we do a four-year budgeting cycle, and so the Climate Emergency Response Fund is over the four years of that. We have had the two auctions that haven't worked. We'll see what happens in the second and uh, third and the fourth ones. Albeit in 2022, we were were ahead of where we thought we'd be. So we do that budgeting over a four-year period. We've always said if we we need to find more money for these initiatives, we will. But, you know, that's, that's still to come. There's still two more years after this one for the budget period. How do you feel about the R word? Well, as I said on your radio station, um, you know, I, I accept, of course, what the definition of a technical recession is. However, what, is, what do most people associate with a recession, Heather? Unemployment grant. That's right. And so in the period in which this was covering unemployment, it's backward-looking data, unemployment was 3.4%, one of the lowest levels that we've ever seen. So I accept that the economy is slowing down. I understand that people are doing it tough, but actually this is technical in name, and I've got a lot of confidence that the New Zealand economy will come out of the slowdown. Grant, thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Grant Robertson, Finance Minister. Ooh. 
can't tell you how chuffed I was. It's been years since somebody asked me a question and I knew the answer correctly, like immediately. Felt like I was back in year 13. In fact, I thought right then and there, you need to make me a Labour government minister because I'd be in, I'd be cut from the same cloth as Kieran McNulty, don't you think? You ask him a question, he's like, yes, no. You ask me a question, Ginny could learn a lot from me. Ask me a question, unemployment. If I was her and, and, and I was interviewing me as the police minister and I... I asked myself, the police minister, me, the question, were you happy with the Portugal? I said, nah. I said, what would you like them to do? Shut down the gangs. Oh, jeez, I could be a great police minister, eh? For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.